0: Do you? Use-
1: Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Picks and Parlays, the show the bookies absolutely love to hate. I'm your host, Nick Gieber, in for Chelsea Messenger. You can find me, well, I'm on Twitter, at Nick Gieber. That's the only place you should find me. Don't come here, okay? Well, no, unless you've got loads of money or drink, either one. Uh, Well, welcome to the show. I've had a great weekend. I hope your weekend was great too. Loads and tons of of sport watching this weekend. I went to a concert as well, but there was World Series. We saw uh, the Washington Nationals engage in what could be the most epic choke fest in history. Uh, there was, of course, NBA, college football, NFL, and the Rugby World Cup. Two semi-finals: England, New Zealand, and South Africa, Wales. We will have a final of England, South Africa. No, you guys are all super excited about that, I bet. And of course, the Premier League. If you listen to my picks on Thursday and you put money on them, well, you need to send me pictures of your new McMansion, okay? Because I killed it with my Premier League picks. And if you want more Premier League picks, I give them to you every Thursday right here on Picks and Parlays. And of course, every Monday through Friday at 9pm Eastern Time right here on the Sports Byline Network. And also, on Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. So that's my personal plug for the day. You can find me, as I said, on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter. Search Picks and Parlays. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. Uh, Where else are we? Oh, we're on the web, of course, Picksandparlays.net. And if you should stumble on Picksandparlays.net, you will just immerse yourself in all these wonderful free picks we have from our expert handicappers. Seriously, we are the show the bookies love to hate. And the reason for that is our handicappers are nothing but superb. Well, we've got a massive show for you today. We're going to start with some college football and NFL opening lines. Let's take a look, see where they are this Monday. Then we'll be joined by Deshaun Higgs, the man, the myth, the legend, for some more college football. We're going to cover West Virginia at Baylor, Michigan at Maryland, and Georgia at Florida. And then, I know you've been waiting for it, LT Gray himself, Tony Tellez, joins us right here on the show. For some NBA action, we'll cover the Hornets, at Clippers, the Warriors, at Pelicans, and the Grizzlies at the Lakers. That's what's on the table today. If you want to participate in the show, just get on to any one of these streams, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. You can talk to us. We'll endeavor to put it up on the screen and even answer your questions. Up next, as I said, we're going to do our NFL and college football opening nine report. So stick with us here. We'll be right back after this.
0: 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780.
3: Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See for terms and conditions.
4: And now for an important announcement. Do you or does someone you know sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. Try the Purple Mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting SLEEPY to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting SLEEPY to 84888. That's S-L-E-E-P-Y to 84888.
3: Tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800
0: 584 2519 800 584 2519 800 584 2519. That's 800 584 2519. Oh,
1: Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Nicky. A little tired, frankly, after the weekend. All that sport. I went to see Joe Bonamassa as well. It's been a very busy weekend here in Las Vegas. Because Las Vegas is the entertainment capital of the world. And also the capital of lots of other things as well. But enough of that. Let's get to it, shall we? I promised you the college football and NFL opening line reports. In the spirit of the Halloween week, I want to welcome to the show our very own ghoul himself, Count Trapula, Craig Trapp. Craig, uh, lots to get to today. Shall we uh, start with some college football?
5: Uh, Let's start with the NFL. NFL Week 9, of course, big night tonight, though, Nick. Uh, Monday night football, a real stinker. The Dolphins at the Steelers and uh, the AFC North trying to go winless this week. If uh, the Steelers would uh, lose as a big favorite tonight, they would actually go 0-3 this week. Of course, my Bengals were one of those losses.
1: Uh, yeah, your Bengals are pretty pathetic, let's be honest, Craig. Um, but uh, let's get off Monday, shall we? Let's get on to some of the weekend games. Uh, do you want to start with 49ers at Cardinals? Uh, this one's showing the Cardinals. By the way, the Cardinals, this is a great statistic. I mean, the Cardinals are 3-4-1. and one. They're playing the 7-0 oh, Niners. But they've won eight straight versus uh, the 49ers. That's, and also, that's the longest winning streak in NFL divisional history. That's, that's pretty interesting, I think.
5: Well, this line opened at uh, the, uh, the Niners by 7. Now it's the Niners minus 9. Of course, that's pretty deserving for an undefeated, one of the last two undefeated teams, and Niners have been really good against the number as well. Uh, Cardinals looked good to start that game against New Orleans last week, but then fall, fell apart late, but they are at home this week and getting near double digits here.
1: All right, uh, let's go to the next one. Uh, Vikings 6-2 and two against the Chiefs, 5-3. Uh, and three. Now, I'm actually showing no line about this on this particular game because the uh, up-in-the-air status of one Patrick Mahomes. So I'm sure you have something, though.
5: Yeah, I mean, this th- there's lines all over the place on this one because it sounds like Mahomes will Mahomes will be out on this one. The line opened if you looked at these advance lines, KC minus three and a half. Of course, with him out now, Minnesota's favored by three and a half. Even see it at three in some spots. But this one's going to be all over the place until the official word comes out that I'm guessing Mahomes will be out for one more week at least. Uh, Vikings been playing very well as well, and I think the Vikings would be a solid play here when I'm just looking at the overall numbers without uh, assuming Mahomes is out this week.
1: All right, uh, Jets one and six against Dolphins zero oh and six. Um, in their past eleven home games against the AFC East teams, the Dolphins have gone eight and three straight up, uh, and seven three and one against the spread. This one I have a minus four and a five, more, minus four and a half. How's that changed?
5: Yeah, the, the the Jets actually opened at six and a half, and it was bet down to four and a half. Kind of surprising wow. um, until. But the Dolphins play tonight uh, on Monday Night Football, so this line probably will move uh, one way or the other, depending on how the uh, Jets play tonight. But uh, interesting because, of course, they traded, uh, the Dolphins traded their uh, best running back, Drake, uh, to the Cardinals uh, today. So um, I think this line could move, and probably in the Jets, uh, well, in the Dolphins' favor, if you're going to bet them, I think the Jets will probably end up going off near that opening line around six points.
1: Drake deciding to focus in more on his music career, I hear. Music, yes, yes. All right, the bears three and four against the Eagles, four and four the opening line on this I have, and you know my information is not as fresh as yours Craig uh, minus four and a half how's this one moved
5: well, the open opening line was actually filling minus three moved pretty quickly to that four and a half. I even see it at some fives now, so i think I think mm. this will end up in that five category in that territory because of course the bears offensive uh, play has been very bad trubisky um, been called out by Uh, much of the media much of the fans in Chicago but it sounds like they're going to stick with him for at least one more week and Chase Daniels will be the backup again this week Uh, the Eagles uh, look like they'll get Deshaun Jackson back to practice uh, today or tomorrow and expect him to play this week that could be a big help for an offense that needs to stretch the field
1: and the Bears are also just two and five against the spread this season tied for the second worst record in the NFL by the way on our YouTube channel, Kyle Berry, says, why did I take the Texans minus six last night? You know, I don't know, Kyle. Maybe too much to drink. Okay, uh, next one. Lions 3-3-1 three, three, and one at the Raiders 3-4. and four. Opening line for the Raiders minus one and a half.
5: Yeah, uh, this line went from, it actually opened at pick and moved to Oakland minus two and a half now. The Raiders are a uh, you know s- sneaky good team out there right now. I didn't give them a whole lot of credit last week um uh, they played very well lions one of those teams that have been good against the number but not good as far as just straight up wins losses interesting game on two teams that are kind of in the middle of the, uh, the pack when it comes to the nfl
1: right and uh the browns two and five at the broncos two and six i have opening line broncos minus one and a half where is it now
5: cleveland's actually favored by minus two the note news came out that it sounds like joe flacco uh, will definitely mm. miss this game and there's a lot of news out there that he might miss the rest of the season uh, with a neck injury. So, um, it's not a Cleveland bad case of flacculence. No. Uh, once again, the Broncos um, continue to be bit by QB issues as uh, since they won the Super Bowl, they really haven't been able to find the next signal caller. And John Elway, uh, hot seat, gets hotter, I think, if they lose this week. Cleveland minus two looks like a pretty strong play to me.
1: All right. Uh, and finally, let's do the Cowboys four and three at the Giants two and six. This is the Monday night game for next Monday. Um, yes. Uh, I have Dallas minus seven. Dallas half for the Cowboys, yeah. Cowboys minus yeah, seven. Yeah, Dallas was uh, opened at nine, bet down to even
5: seven. I see it in some wow. spots, uh, Nick. I think the Giants are getting a little, maybe a little more credit than they deserve. This Dallas team's just been all over the place. I mean, very tough team to predict uh, as far as what kind of uh, performance you get from what I thought was going to be a pretty good defense, has not been consistent this year. And uh, I think that line's going to stay pretty close to that seven, as I see a lot of action here
1: early on the New York Giants. And the Giants 2-9-1 against the spread. All right, shall we uh, move along to some college football? And rather than doing an opening lines report, why don't we just talk about UCLA, uh, the greatest uh, college <laughs> football team in the history of the world? Um, okay, we'll do the opening line report, just because I know that's what everybody <laughs> out there wants to hear uh BYU at Utah State I have Utah State minus six and a half and it's shifted quite a bit in it, Craig
5: yeah Utah State all the way down to three and a half here uh you know this these two teams don't really like each other of course in state rivals here I think this will be a pretty good game both of these teams are better than most people probably wouldn't would know because they just don't make it on TV a whole lot Uh, I think this one's gonna be a really good game
1: all right uh Oregon at the University of Spoiled Children uh uh, Oregon a minus seven that's where it opened And how has it moved?
5: Yeah, Oregon's only favored by five now. Remember last time USC faced a ranked team like this, it was Utah on, I believe it was a Thursday or Friday night earlier in the season. USC pulled the big upset, trying to do the same here. Oregon's still trying to keep their hopes alive or the conference hopes alive to make uh, the playoff here. Oregon needs a, a win and an impressive win on the road here against USC.
1: All right, Oregon State at Arizona. Arizona opened at minus seven. I see they're down to minus five. Why is that?
5: Well, Arizona just has not played well lately, and that's really has a lot more to do with it. Oregon State has been a better-than team than I thought going into the year. I thought they'd probably be bottom two, bottom three team in the conference. Oregon State's been a little better. Arizona been a pretty big disappointment in recent weeks, so that I think that line is is justified to move to five. I think you'll get a lot of action on Oregon State here, probably even a lot of action on money line here as Oregon State uh, has a lot more momentum than this Arizona team as as far as lately.
1: All right, just a uh, couple of minutes left, Craig, so let's uh, move it along. We've got four games left. Old Miss at Auburn. Auburn is mine. Uh, Auburn was. With- oh, I'll try saying that again. Auburn opened at minus 16, and I believe that's widened a bit more, too. Yeah, up to
5: 18.5. This Old Miss team has not been good. Auburn's been really solid this year. I think that's a deserved line moving. I didn't even see this line moving up, maybe even to that nineteen and a half, twenty 20 category.
1: Really? Okay. Uh, UGA versus Florida, the cocktail party. I went to one yeah, of those this weekend. Was nice.
5: uh, Florida, uh, or Georgia open at six and a half, down to four and a half here. Two very good teams. Loser here probably uh, out of all significant uh, uh, playoff action here. A big, big game in Jacksonville. Neutral site. Going to be fun one to watch.
1: And then the surprise of the weekend, I think, was TCO, TCU, right? They're playing now uh, mm-hmm. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State minus five, and that has shortened a bit.
5: Yeah, Oklahoma State only favored by three and a half here. I thought both these teams looked good last week. This one should be a pretty good matchup in Big 12 action.
1: Uh, and finally, Miami against Florida State. Uh, Florida State minus six and a half. That also narrowing.
5: Yeah, this these two teams, I think this is, might be in an advance line. It's all the way down to Florida State at minus four and a half. Two teams that historically, th- the winner of this, would go on to very significant uh, bowl games. Um, or playoff action in most years. Not the case. Both these teams have been down years, but uh, these teams don't like each other. No love lost here. I think uh, Miami maybe pulls an upset here.
1: All right. Well, there you have it. There's our opening line report. Thank you, Craig. We'll be speak to you a lot this week, I know. Coming up next, we're going to do some more college football with Deshaun Higgs. Stay with us here on Picks and Parlays. Don't go anywhere. By the way, find us on the web, picksandparlays.net. Loads of free picks from our expert handy, handicappers.
3: so if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it,
0: call right now and learn for free how we can help
3: you put it back in your pocket.
0: 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. 932 1749 That's 800-932-1749. Not too long
3: ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car.
1: back to Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Find me on Twitter. Guess it, guess it. Okay, it's at Nick Geber. We put it up on the screen. And by the way, if you're listening on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network or the American Forces Network, and I would be remiss if I didn't welcome our men and women in uniform around the world listening to this show on the American Forces Network to the show, uh, that's how you can find me on Twitter, at Nick Geber. All right, time to get to some more college football. Joining us this Halloween week in his Halloween costume itself himself. Uh Deshaun Higgs. Are you ready to go, Sean?
6: To say, I'll be, I'll be uh, Deshaun Watson this week for Halloween.
1: You'll be Deshaun Watson. Okay, um, <laughs> that's a good. That's good. I, you might have to do a little bit more in the makeup, but then uh, I believe that's probably we, going to we'll, get you. Into who am I, big Justin trouble.
6: Trudeau? Get away with that? <laughs> yeah, that?
1: exactly. All right. Uh, shall we start with West Virginia versus Baylor? Uh, Baylor, 14th ranked Baylor. That is uh, West Virginia, three and four. They're coming off a of bye week. They lost fifty-two to fourteen to Oklahoma. They were outscored twenty-four to nothing in the second half. That's not good because they'd actually closed the gap and they were looked like they were kind of in it. And then it was a massive choke. So they had a bye week to really think about it. And uh, Baylor, on the other hand, they're perfect seven and zero. They beat Oklahoma State uh, also off a bye week, by the way. So it was two weeks ago, and that was a bit of a tonking forty-five to twenty-seven. Uh, Baylor minus nineteen. The totals fifty-six. Baylor. Four and one against the spread in the last five in the Big 12. How do you see this one, Deshaun?
6: They yeah, got undefeated Baylor. Who saw that one coming here? Uh, yeah, really. Seven, no. Both teams off by weeks. Listen, uh, I'm actually seeing a 17.5, so I think this line's come down a little bit. That's so. That's interesting, but it makes sense to me because uh, Baylor, I just don't think they should be installed close to a 20 point favorite. I mean, listen, you got triple revenge. West Virginia's won the last three in a series. 58-14 last year. But that whole team's gone. Not only is the quarterback gone, receiver's gone, running back's gone, offensive line, the head coach is gone. So it's a total different year. Uh and listen, West Virginia, fifty-two to fourteen against Oklahoma, 38-14 Iowa State, thirty-eight seven Missouri. So when they step up a the competition, they're just not ready. They're they're in the rebuild. But I just can't trust Baylor. It, it, you know, basically you're talking 18 points, so you gotta win by really three touchdowns. I don't know. Uh, home team 5 and 1 on a run here a, against the spread in the series. I kind of like the over 56, 57. I'm thinking it's going to be like a Baylor will get their points. They'll get 36, 37. But I think West Virginia is going to put up their 20 here because the Baylor team, I just listen, they've one week I had them. They are 11 point faves and the money was all on the other side and they couldn't cover. It. Then they come back, went on over. They're, you know, it's they're like a Dr. Jekyll and Dr. Jackass type team. So, mm-hmm. you never know what you're going to get. If I'm going to get 18 points at West well, Virginia, well, which one's I'm Dr. 18 Jackass 18 and which one's Dr. Jekyll? Well, Dr. Jekyll's what I'm winning, and Jackass is what I am for betting on when they don't cover. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, <laughs> guess so that's, I, think I guess just listen, be that's like... an
1: honest, at least that's an <laughs> honest self examination to Sean. I like that.
6: Yeah. Yes, so I'm thinking it's going to be like probably like a 37-24 type game. So I think they're going to stay within a number, but I think it's going to be high scoring. So, well, I, I like the over here. We'll go 56, 57 over, and I'll lean with the points on West Virginia.
1: All right, let's move along, shall we? Michigan at Maryland. Michigan six and two. They're four and four against the spread. They're coming off a 45 to 14 win against Notre Dame, which is a bit surprising. Maryland three and five. Four and four against the spread. Coming off a 52 to 10 route by Minnesota. Uh, Michigan four and one against the spread. The last five games, sixteen and four straight up. The last twenty, and Maryland two and four against the spread. The last six, and they're one and five straight up in the last six. Uh, I didn't get the uh, the total on this one. I'm seeing a fifty-six right now. Fifty-six. But, this man, maybe low. I, I mean, I mean, the I, last I'll, two games. I mean, they both well. <laughs> The last two games, these these teams lost by a combined total of 97 points. So, you know, that it, may be.
6: It, it seems a little low, but, you know, Maryland, let's be honest, 79 nothing over Howard, 63-20 over Syracuse, and then the wheels come off. 40-14 to Purdue, 52-10, 59 yeah. nothing getting blown out. So when they step up the competition, they're really not doing much. I remember beginning here it, was like, oh, my God, Maryland. And then it was like time to take, take tempo to – to beat them up, but sure enough, Temple wins that game. The last three times they played Michigan, 42-21, 35-10, 59-3. So Michigan's going to take care of business. Their problem is hitting the road versus really good teams. They take yeah. care of Notre Dame at home. Their problem is going on the road. Against a team like this, 18-and-a-half, half i lay 20. This line over 16-and-a-half, yeah. it's been bet up. I'd go all the way up to 20 this because I think Michigan, listen, they got the big win You know, off their shoulder. like Harbo is definitely probably feeling the heat the way things have been going, because he's had them against the big wins. But they'll roll this team. This is going to be like a 45-7 to 7 type game. You know, Maryland's not going to be able to be in this one at all. So well, yeah, I'll, I'll lay the big if, number of Michigan.
1: Well, if you think about it, I mean, Michigan scored, what, 45 against Notre Dame, and Maryland gave up 52 to Minnesota. So, I mean, right there you've yeah. got, uh, you know, you, 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 you've you got a massive score on either way, right?
6: Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you just look at the teams they played. I mean, okay, you beat Rutgers. What does that say? I mean, that's not really impressive. Rutgers yeah. probably should be a – you know, a lower conference team, if not even drop down a level. Against the good teams, they're getting slaughtered. And Michigan, believe it or not, we we mock them for not being able to beat Ohio State or Wisconsin or, you know, having trouble with Michigan State. Maryland's not on that level. Mm Haven't been on that level in a long time. So I'll lay (laughs) – ooh, excuse me. I'll I'll lay a big number here without a doubt. And probably the under here because I think they're they're trying to tell you it's going to be – Michigan maybe not going through the motion, but all right, we got a big win. We're going to get into a big lead here and just let the defense feast – and go from there so i could see them getting out to that 34 nothing lead or something like that and just you know chugging along putting putting another score on but 18 and a half i think it's a little low i, I like yeah. it i like michigan a lot here Did that Maryland... would be a premium play believe it or not
1: oh okay great so you can find that on picks so be sure to go there you yeah I, yeah the i
6: like them, them a lot play. so i'll give it to you right now take take the wolverines baby we're rolling here michigan
1: okay taking Wolverines. the Maryland apparently re- failing, forgetting to recruit any defense. Uh, <laughs> so they're looking pretty bad. Okay. Uh, no, this is a big match. This SEC won. Yeah, he big game a, here. Yeah, number 16, Georgia against number 17. The Florida Gators. They should actually change the name to the Florida Pythons because I believe they have a lot more uh, Burmese Pythons now than they do Alligators in, uh, in Florida these days. But never mind. Uh, Georgia coming off a bye week. Uh, the last game was a 21 nothing win over Kentucky uh georgia six and one florida seven and one coming off a 38 to 27 victory over south carolina uh i think the line says uh georgia minus six
6: and the total 48 is that still right down a little bit i'm seeing like four and a half now for this georgia florida game did open at six and a half and then i i saw that last week i'm like oh, i gotta jump on florida six and a half i think that's all disrespectful for florida four and a half I'm still. But, liking a home do do, dog here. but
1: don't you think, in many respects, Florida disrespects itself enough over the years?
6: I mean, come on, as a state. Well, uh, well, yeah. Lots well, of whole different thing between uh Miami Hurricane football and <laughs> Orlando Magic letting Shaq and Penny get out of there and Miami Heat. I. You know.
1: I'm just reading that. Folks. I on didn't on make that the Miami up. Miami Dolphins.
6: By the way. <laughs> you know, we can go on and on
1: yes we could indeed all right so uh Nothing so what bad do
6: you about disney world though no. disney world's a good spot i like that
1: yeah it's just bloody humid there isn't it <laughs> yeah anyway um all right let's uh let's talk about it so what are you taking on this one
6: well hey listen as you said about florida they've had problems going back to like when Munchamp was there the offense they've always had a good defense mackaway was supposed to bring an offense now finally you got Transkine has been looking pretty good. 14 TDs, four picks. Georgia's beat them last two years. Both teams are here off a of bye week. What we've seen on Georgia last couple weeks? Down 17-10 at home against Kentucky. I mean, Fromm hasn't looked that sharp in that game.
2: Mm-hmm. They
6: took the loss at South Carolina, and now you're going to go on the road and lay a number of a hungry Florida team. I don't know, man. I'm leaning to the home dog here. I mean, I I also like. I think maybe the under definitely being played at 47. You got two. Pretty good defense. Georgia's a top 10 defense. Well, um, it, Florida's probably a top 25 unit. I mean, well, it's going to be low scoring, ugly. I think yeah. it's going to be a, a an ugly, low scoring game. It's like you saw the Notre Dame game, was. I don't even know what this, I don't have to score for me. What was that like? 2017, whatever it was, 24, 17 like Georgia-Notre Dame. So I could see this, this game playing out the same kind of way between both teams.
1: Well, the under has cashed in four of Georgia's last five, and that would kind of uh, go with what you're saying about the under there. But the over has cashed in seven of the Gators' last nine following a win against the spread, although that's one of those derivative statistics that you really never quite know.
6: Man, <laughs> so. nah, that's, you know, <laughs> people, when you throw things in like that, and that's all, I don't know, I, I kind of take those with a grain of salt depending on the scheduling, how – things go You i mean you could be playing some garbage team and yeah exactly. sec and then you get you know the SEC's known to like some cupcake for in the middle of their, their schedule yeah usc or you know ucla or something like no, that. no 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 usc all right <laughs> listen
1: we still got a couple of minutes left no,
6: so, speaking of the under here like from from i you know here talk about this guy going number one in draft he's got nine touchdowns on the year. yeah i mean that's that's insane that's you know they're gonna try to run the ball and it's gonna be a slugfest old school sec football here
1: That should be great. uh, should be a great game. Um, Yeah. Let's talk a little uh, Major League Baseball if we can. Uh, We've just got a couple of minutes. Uh, You know, the big story for me was not, in fact, the uh, uh, Houston winning three in a row, of course, and uh, doing it in uh, Washington at at, with the president there and everyone yelling, uh, lock him up. The big story was (laughs) the two models that decided to flash Garrett Cole uh, and they got banned from baseball for life, which is unfortunate because quite frankly, they look spectacular. Well,
6: let's flip that. How about if it was, uh, me, you and Tony flashing, how, how would that oh, go? Oh, you you'd arrest- have to
1: add count Dracula no. to the mix. Maybe, maybe the four of us should <laughs> flash know, him.
6: You, you, you flip that around and we're in jail. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like as a baby, it's like, oh, the baby's so cute. You got to change his diaper. It's not so funny when it's your 76 year old dad who needs his diaper changed. Well, it's. Well, it's you know, it's, it's, actually, a whole different, it's a whole different picture. You know,
1: actually, Craig uh, has asked me as a promotional uh, junket, a promotional stunt, to uh, streak the next World Series game with picks and parlays written on my chest and an arrow pointing down that says, pick this. But I don't think I can do I don't <laughs> think I'm going to do it. I don't want to be banned from baseball for life.
6: Yeah, I mean, you get the ban. I mean, whatever. I think there was more... That's just ridiculous. No, actually, but actually, they were the promoting,
1: nation- bre- I mean, they were, they were trying to bring attention to breast cancer by showing their breasts, which is, you know, logical, I think. And I applaud them for their efforts. Uh, Two of our listen-
6: best friends. We love breasts, <laughs> you
1: know? Exactly. All right. Well, God, we're pigs. All right. Well, we're, we're out of time here on this segment. Deshaun, thank you very much. By the way, if you like what you hear from Sean, you can find all of his picks at Picks They're free. And of course, he also has his expert picks when you're ready to kick it up a notch. All right, coming up, NBA with
0: L.T. Gray himself. Be right back after this. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline Travel Hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere.
2: All
1: right, welcome back to the show. picks and parlays on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Just a reminder, we're with you each and every weeknight from 4 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 1 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, American Forces. We're also streaming live on iHeart and TuneIn and at sportsbyline.com. And, of course, the live video streaming right now on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. If you want to participate on the show... Uh, all you have to do is comment on one of those platforms and our producer Andrew will see it and put it up on the screen and I will read it out and you can become a part of the show, provided it's not too rude. Rude is okay, but not too rude. We have our limits, folks. We really do. Well, I don't know, maybe we don't. Okay, joining me on the show, as promised, El Tigre himself, Tony Tellers. Tony, uh, loads to get to today. Uh, we're going to cover some NBA action, but first of all, how was your weekend?
7: Uh, Weekend was pretty good. I liked my NFL weekend. College, I've had better. But of course, uh, there's round ball now NBA in there as well. So a little mix of a lot of sports here to keep an eye on.
1: And the egg ball, of course, rugby, the Rugby World Cup. I know, you know, people listening to this are saying, why is this idiot talking about the Rugby World Cup? Get onto my NBA. But you know, it was a shocking thought to think that we were going to have England and South Africa in a repeat of the finals from back in wherever it was two thousand and seven or something like that, two thousand and six, but uh incredible results if you ever follow rugby it's pretty exciting stuff, but we 're talking basketball, not rugby so let 's get to it. shall we? Uh, shall we start with the Grizzlies at the Lakers? Uh, the Grizzlies are one and two they're one and two against the spread coming off the first win of the season against Brooklyn. The Lakers are two and one the Lakers five and one against the uh, against the spread the last six games the total under uh in twelve. They've been under in the 12 of the last 18 for the Lakers, and the Grizzlies uh gone over five in the last seven. So how do you see this one? Uh, this is in L.A. How do you see this one panning out? And by the way, yeah, okay, this uh, game... are the Lakers going to start to look really good at some point this season? Because I keep waiting. It's early still. Obviously.
7: Yeah, I, I, well, I think they will. And uh, this game will be played Tuesday, by the way. This is the game that we has, uh, we're had. we talking about here for Tuesday's yeah. action Grizzlies, Lakers. Uh, we have the Lakers' favorite 11.5. Total sits here at 220.5. And, and, you know, I, I'm going to look to play here the, at the, the under the total of 220.5, Nick. Um, the Lakers, they play at the second slowest pace in the NBA 98 possessions per 48 minutes. You know, that makes sense when you're an older team. Remember, 35 yeah. year old LeBron James, 32 year old Danny Green, 29 year old Avery Bradley. They're, they get four of the top five minutes on the court. The other is 26-year-old Anthony Davis, who's battled injury problems in his career. So it makes sense here for the Lakers to play at that very slow pace. And, you know, it's okay when you win, but when you lose, they start to grumble and they want to see showtime again. But, you know, Nick, I think we're in for slow time because of the age of this team.
1: Ah, so you think they're getting a little long in the tooth. Well, they are definitely getting long in the tooth. But, you know, the mark of truly great players is how they switch up their game as they get older and they find other strengths maybe – not the same ones they had when you know five years ago or six years ago. So I guess we'll see how that pans out. But you know, you, did you add Dwight Howard into that mix of aging Lakers?
7: Definitely, yeah. He's getting twenty minutes a game. I got to give him credit; he's got his body in a really good shape, lean muscle, and uh, but he's thirty-four years old. You know, he, he, you know, they look fresh now, but what happens after twenty games? After thirty games? The NBA is a grueling schedule. And when you have a lot of players over 29, you've got to worry about that. But, I, I, you know, it makes sense now when you look at Vogel as the head coach, when you've got aging players, you probably need a defensive style. You know, they say defense wins championships. We'll see if that can carry on all the way to the playoffs. And, of course, that's what they're banking on. It may not be very flashy, may not be very exciting. And uh, that's what Laker fans have to adjust to when, when when these pace ratings come out and you see the team really slow. Uh, you, this is This is what's going to keep them fresh and and help them survive the rigors of this regular season without any major injury so there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of sense now for this Vogel hire uh, for the Lakers
1: yeah actually interestingly enough Al Ninos writes to us on YouTube and says that the Lakers will be great again will will be great if they can just stay healthy which is the point you just made
7: and he also said rugby is fantastic and
1: well we agree with him on that all right so uh, you're going the under 220 and a half on this one right
7: Yes, I'm going under a total of 220 and a half. Head-to-head, uh, these teams have played the under and four straight, and I do believe the Lakers will be able to dictate the, the pace here. You know, the Grizzlies, not an efficient offensive team, 24th in offensive efficiency, averaging just 100 points per 100 possessions. You know, at home, the Lakers played defense well, holding the, uh, 41% to Utah and Charlotte, uh, 38% shooting. You know, the one thing with Grizzlies, their highest volume shooter, Jay Crowder, in a slump, just 33% shooting from the field. And their, and their next two highest-volume shooters are 20-year-olds in Jay Morant, uh, the rookie, and second-year man Jaron Jackson, who I don't think they'll be at a physical disadvantage here. So, you're, so issues here with the three highest-volume shooters, uh, this game I like going under the total.
1: All right. Well, we have a big game. By the way, before we get to that, Andrew, I'm going to ask our producer, Andrew, if he found out, if we still have that NBA special going on. Did you find that out? I couldn't find it out. All right. Well, we're going to – if El Huapo is listening – Uh, maybe he'll let us know if that NBA special... I don't want to put it out there if it's not there. But if it is, I'd like to put it out. So maybe he'll let us know. All right. Something special is going to happen between the Warriors uh, when they visit New Orleans. And do you know what that special thing that's going to happen, Tony, is? What is that? Someone's going to get a win. Someone's going to get a win on the season. Incredible, right? Uh, The Warriors 0-1. They're looking for win number one. Obviously, they lost... 141 to 122 to the Clippers in the first game, uh, opening up uh, the new Chase Center. Uh, And the Pelicans 0-3. Now listen to this. This is an incredible statistic on this one, because I think I I know where we're going on the point total on this one. Uh, The Pelicans have allowed 130, 123, and 126 points in their last three games. Wow, that's about the total of my bank account over the last three weeks. But uh, it's pretty good.
7: Yeah, pretty good there. And of course, uh, the Warriors are 0 2. They came off a loss last night, so they're on a back to back losing to OKC. It was just a terrible first half for the Warriors. Yeah. You know, Oklahoma City had a lot to play for. What an embarrassing loss for the Thunder losing their home opener to a lowly Washington. Unbelievable. But, uh, you know, when you, yeah, that was unbelievable. When you look at the Thunder, there, people thought there would be a lottery team when Russell Westbrook lost, but there's talent surrounding Chris Paul. What I want to make note here is Golden State, in their two losses, have faced two very good defensive teams in the Clippers, and in the Thunder. But, you know, in this situation here, you got to worry about New Orleans. Their guard, Drew Holiday, left knee sprain, forcing him to miss. He's a questionable in this game. Pelicans, as we talked about, they lose three straight after their seven-point loss to Dallas. But, you know, Nick, the, the Warriors were, were embarrassed last night. And when professional teams get embarrassed, they usually respond back with a strong effort the next game. And I turned in this pick at minus four. We've seen the market move to, to minus five. I like the plus five here with the mm-hmm. Warriors. I think this is definitely an overreaction uh when you look at the opponents the Warriors have played they're very good defensive teams but the Pelicans are not a good defensive team you just wrote you just read out those stats for know, holiday, a tr- a, they've a given guard. up
1: 379 points in three games by my math which is yeah. not great most of the time but this time I think I got it right
7: yeah not at all and, and one thing to note here the the two highest volume shooters for the Warriors and Steph Curry D'Angelo Russell they're in shooting, shooting slumps uh, to start the season, both, I think, Curry about 39%, Russell 33%. But when you face a bad defensive team, you get out of these slumps. Yeah. So I think the Warriors come in with a good shooting performance, and they cover this five.
1: Did the line open at New Orleans plus three? Is that right?
7: It opened at, uh, I saw it open at plus three. It moved to four and a half, moved to five. And it's basically just an overreaction to the way the Warriors have looked, especially that game last night against the Thunder. And, uh, you know, the Thunder started owing to and that home loss to Washington wasn't embarrassed for the Thunder because Washington is considered one of the worst teams in the league. And, you, of course, you bring in Chris Paul, you expect a better showing. It was an embarrassing loss. Uh, they didn't shoot the ball very well and held under 100 points in the first two games. So it was kind of like a statement game for the Thunder last night, a better spot for them, bad spot for the Warriors. But I think the Warriors here you know, in this spot here are the play at plus five because I think they, they'll find it easier getting shots off against this Pelican defense.
1: All right, well there you have it. Uh, Warriors at Pelicans. Our third game we're going to cover. Hornets at Clippers. Uh the Hornets are uh this, what this is their uh, second second uh day in LA, right? Yeah, back yeah. to back. Yeah, back to back in LA. They're one and one coming off a 121.99 loss to the Timberwolves. The Clippers, two and one. Uh they lost hundred one thirty to one twenty-two to the Suns. Uh Kawhi Leonard, Leonard, those averaging twenty-six points a game. The Clippers uh well, let's see, Charlotte, 6-2 and two in the last eight, and the under has cashed in four of the Hornets' last five on the road. The Clippers are 2-5 and five against the spread in the last seven at home, and the over has cashed in four of the Clippers' last five. Uh, I have this as Clippers minus 15 with the totals at 225.5. Has that moved?
7: Yeah, we see a little movement here. The Clippers now favored at 15.5, total 225.5. I like this game going over the total of 225 and a half. I don't want to touch that spread. It's too much. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to pat these L.A. teams at home here, uh, and it's not really good value taking a line like that. And one thing I noticed here, if this game becomes a blowout, I think you'll see the def- that there'll be a lack of defensive intensity and the, and the points will come. You know, Shard, a very bad defensive team, allowing 49% shooting. And one thing to note, they're without a defender than Nicholas Batum. Uh, he's out. And of course, this will be the worst defense the Clippers have faced this season. So things will be easier for them. They'll be able to run up and down the court. Of course, chart on a back-to-back in this in this game, and mm. chart sits the second worst defensive efficiency team in the league. They are allowing Nick 118 points per 100 possessions. What?
1: That's an incredible statistic.
7: 118 points. And you know the Clippers
1: <laughs> possessions incredible. Yeah, yeah. And,
7: and the Clippers. And funny about this is so the Clippers aren't too far behind at 115 points allowed per 100 possessions because when they give up, when they get out into these big leads they lack the, they you know the defensive intensity goes out the right. door. Right. So that's what I'm saying here is you know if the if the Clippers get out to this big lead everyone's high five on the bench, Doc Rivers is smiling. You know when they see that the players tend to lax defensively and I think the last fourth quarter we can see some points scored because there won't be much defensive intensity in this one at the oh. end.
1: All right, so uh, what are you taking on this one then?
7: We're going to go over total of 225.5 because Charlotte, Charlotte does make three-pointers. This, this is why I'm staying away from the spread. I'm staying away from the 1st half spread at minus nine because when I see big lines, I look at the first, uh, first half, but, you know, Charlotte, they make 42% from the three-point line, mm. and the Clippers are giving up 38% from three. So I do believe Charlotte will be able to pick up some points here, the necessary numbers here, to get this one to go over total.
1: All right. So this one's going to be over. All right. That'll wrap up our NBA picks. Uh, Now, if you want more, well, guess what? We have more for you. Go to picksandparlays.net. We've got loads of free picks for you. And then when you're ready to just, you know, for that little extra winning, we have our expert picks for you. We've got some great deals out there. I didn't hear on our NBA thing, so I don't want to put it out, get everyone excited. It goes to the 31st. Oh, it goes till the 31st. All right. Well, hey, then I can put it out there. Thank you, Tony. All right, so we have an NBA specials from now until the end of the playoffs. $5.99 gets you expert picks from one capper from now until the end of the end of the playoffs, but it gets better than that. If you're ready to really go full gusto, full steam ahead, make the big bucks, you can get two cappers for $7.99. You definitely want to take advantage of this offer because after apparently the 31st, it's all over and it won't be back. So go to picksandparleys.net and take advantage of it right just a couple of minutes left tony uh, let's get your take on baseball uh were you surprised that the astros came back i mean two down make it three in a row it i it's, i was by the way i have to say i was
7: it, you know it's funny because when i was doing the podcast with joe duffy on friday i had talked to him about this what are your thoughts about about the nationals about the astros winning the next three and we had kicked it around thinking it's a possibility because you know Momentum changes when there are site changes in, playoff, in, in the playoffs. I remember back in the Giants and Angels when the Giants took a 3-2 lead uh, at, at home. They come back to Anaheim, and the Angels win the next two to win the World Series. You see a lot of that. The, the series, it's almost like starting all over again when, when teams go back home or they change sites here. And, uh, you know, Astros are a veteran team. It doesn't surprise me once, uh, one bit, that they were able to come back because, you know, this is a very good Houston Astros team. But it wouldn't surprise me again if Washington goes into Houston and wins the next two because I like the pitching matchup here for for Washington with Strasburg against Verlander Verlander has not been effective in in, in the postseason so you're getting what plus 160 with uh, Strasburg I gotta take the Nationals in game in game number six
1: it could be the home curse this World Series really could be (laughs) uh but it it is great look I mean uh you know the baseball season is very long everybody knows that but the way the playoffs are structured through the World Series it really makes for some exciting competition with some great bets out there I mean, who'd have thought it was going to go this way? Crazy stuff. All right. Well, Tony T., thank you so much. Always appreciate it. Again, you can find more of Tony Tellez's picks at, at picksandparlays.net. So head over there, give him a visit. In the meantime, I'm going to have to take a break. When I come back, I guess I'm going to wrap it all up for you right here Picks and Parlays. Be right back after this. the show, hope you enjoyed it. By the way, we're with you every Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, American Forces, uh, iHeart, tune in, sportsbyline.com, and of course, streaming live at uh, picksandparleys.net, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. And right after the show, you can find the podcast in case you missed it. You can either see it on YouTube or if you need to listen to it, you can find it at Believe.com. All right, that's that. In the meantime, I promised you I'd recap all the picks just because we had a lot of them. So let's get right to it. And we started off uh, with Craig and his college football and NFL opening line report. But So there aren't really any particular picks on that one. But right after that, we had to Sean Higgs and we picked some college football. So here's what Sean had. West Virginia at Baylor, he took the over 56. Michigan at Maryland, he took Michigan minus 16.5. And, and the Georgia Bulldogs at the Florida Gators take the under 48. Next up, El Tigre, Tony Tellers. We did some NBA picks for you. Warriors at Pelicans take the Warriors plus 4.5. Hornets at Clippers take the over 225.5. And, and the Grizzlies at the Lakers take the under There you have our picks. And again, if you missed any of those picks or would like some other ones, you can just go to our website, picksandparleys.net, and we've got free picks aplenty for your personal perusal and edification so that you can make some informed bets. If you're going to bet, folks, do it responsibly, but be informed. Get an edge, seriously. Otherwise, you're just a lemming. You're part of the herd. Don't be part of the herd lead the herd. Go to picksandparleys.net. All right, that's going to wrap up the show. I will be back with you tomorrow. But in the meantime, if you're just jonesing for more of me, Nick Gieber, by the way, Twitter at Nick Gieber, you can find me tonight right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, also on Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. I'll be bringing you Fifth Street Soccer. We're going to be covering all the Premier League action and maybe talking a little FA Cup as well. All right, folks, I'll be back tomorrow. Hope you'll tune in then. Have a great night.